Thank you for tuning in to RTM Nation Online, where we believe that you will receive the abundance of peace, prosperity, security, stability, health, healing, and truth. If you would like to learn more about the ministry, click the link below. Also, don't forget to subscribe to the channel. Now let's get into the message. It's time to go. It's time to go. It's time to go. It's time to go. Well, I can't tell you, we've been out there going, y'all. We've been out there going. Yesterday I met up with uh with some of the some of the some of our members over at Al Lopez Park, and we got to going. We got to going and oh man, and man, this morning, Pastor Nick Dickerson came to our Breakfast of Champions. Oh man. And just blessed the house. Y'all got to understand who you surrounded by. You surrounded by champions. There's champions in this room right now. I, I get so excited when I show up and, and I hear, I knew what some of the reports were, but then I show up and see people walking in victory. You got to understand how exciting it is to be able to share a word of God, a word from God that you know is real, alive and living and active right around you. Man, Pastor Nick Dickerson stood up before all the men and said, I will not quit. Therefore, I cannot be defeated. Amen. It's one thing to say it. It's nothing to say it while you're living it. And when he said it, he said it like he, like, like it wasn't like I'm just, I'm thinking this is what I'm doing. It's like I know this is what I'm doing. And I know there's a victory with my name on it. There's a victory with your name on it. There is a victory with your name on it. My goodness. Pastor Brian got to calm down. Oh, man. Oh, man, he's so good. He's so good. He's so good. It ain't going to take me too long to preach the message, so... I can do a little exhortation while I'm standing here and just give them a little praise in advance for what's about to happen in y'all lives. The understanding you're about to go into, y'all about to leave here as free as I'm standing here right now. You might as well just get excited, lift your hands in advance. Thank God for loving you so much that he sent his word, he sent his son to set you free. And it's they ain't going to be ready for y'all after y'all leave here today. They ain't going to be ready for y'all you leave here today. Problems going to be scared of you. Fear going to be scared of you. Doubt going to be afraid of you. When you get a hold of what God has to say today, oh my goodness. Oh. Oh. Look at your neighbor and say, I'm debt free. I'm debt free. I'm debt free. I'm debt free. Oh! Some of y'all been waiting for the bank to tell you. Some of y'all been waiting for your friends to tell you. Some of y'all been waiting for your mama to tell you, your daddy to tell you, your grandpa to tell you. But Jesus came to declare to you that you're debt free. You are debt free. You don't nothing but to love them. He paid for it. He paid it all. Oh. Oh, man. Y'all sit down. Y'all sit down. Woo! Y'all see, I got on my... Pastor T bought this for, for me. He said, you're going to need this for victory lap. And I ain't opened it up to this morning. And when I saw it, I said, man, there's a, a man on here running the track. I said, we about to get to running today. About to get to running today. But turn me to John 8 and 12 in the New King James Version. Oh. Y'all know something wrong. And when you show up to church, the pastor ain't even excited. Something wrong if the pastor get up and he ain't excited about what's about to happen. You might, you might want to say, Lord, am I in the right house? He got up there looking depressed, defeated. Amen. So I'm like, why are you so excited? Because 
Good grief. How can you not be? I'm just letting you know you're going to be right where I am before this thing is over. But John 8 and 12 in the New King James Version says, Then Jesus spoke to them again, saying, I am the light of the world. He who follows me shall not walk in darkness, but have the light of life. And there's things we're going to continue to pull out of that scripture. You know, it's one of our foundation scriptures for this series. But it's letting us know that there is a light to life. There is a light to life. There's a light to life. Jesus is then letting us know that he is that light. There's a light to light, and I am that light. And he says, the results of following me is you also are that light. The results of following me, those who follow me shall not walk in darkness, but they shall walk in light. And we said this last week, but Jesus came because this world needed to be lit. And I hear so many believers talk about how dark it is out there. That means we got something to do. As long as there's darkness, there's requirement of light. But once you understand that you are that light, you start to get excited about the fact that there's something for you to do. People turn on the news and they get depressed. I turn on the news and get excited. My life has purpose. There's some things out there that need some straightening up. There's some things out there that need to get put in order. And I am that light. Hey, man. That's good news. Some of y'all going to walk into work on Monday morning a little different already. They're going to come to you and say, we had some problems early. You're going to be like, hey. The light. Has arrived. It's what I do. I light it up. I light it up. I light it up. I light it up. Show me the problems. I light them up. I am that light, baby. Who you think you talking to? Jesus says, I am that light. And he was saying this to a group of Pharisees, confirming a prophecy about who he was. He was saying it to them because he knew that they knew that a light was coming. He knew that they knew that it would be prophesied that a savior was coming. But the thing was, they kept denying it when they saw him. And he's like, wait a minute, y'all been Knowing y'all knew the prophecies before I even showed up that a light was coming. You knew that there was going to be somebody coming to set everything free. Well, guess what? And that's what he's saying right there. Hey, I am that light. I am it. That light you've been talking about, I am that light. Turn me to Isaiah 42 and 5. I'm going to read this in the Message Bible because I want you to see the prophecy. I want you to see when Jesus said, I am that light, they, they already knew. They was like, wait, hold up. Hold up. When you say light, and we talked about this a few weeks ago, and we talked about the depths of what light means and salt means, they was like, wait, hold up. You ain't just talking about fluorescence. You ain't just talking about LEDs. But you saying something a lot bigger when you say, I am that light. And so when Jesus says, you are that light too, understand what he's saying and fulfilling by these statements. Y'all there? Isaiah 42 in the Message Bible, starting at verse 9, it says, God's message. The God who created the cosmos, stretched out the skies, laid out the earth and all that grows from it, who breathes life into earth's people, makes them alive with his own life. I am God. I have called you to live right and well. I have taken responsibility for you, kept you safe. I have set you among my people to bind them to me. I have set you among my people to bind them to me and provided you as a lighthouse to the nations 
to make a start at bringing people into the open, into the light, opening blind, blind eyes, releasing prisoners from dungeons, emptying out the dark prisons. I am God. That's my name. I don't franchise my glory. This is this is a prophecy before Jesus arrived that's speaking about what light represents. And when he says, I'm in, I am a franchise, he said, look, I don't belong to anybody. I belong to everybody. You can't buy me. And he's saying this specifically because the Pharisees and, and, the, and the, uh, the Jews at that point in time felt like they was his. Amen. He says, I do not franchise my glory. I do not endorse the no God idols. Take note. The earlier predictions of judgment have been fulfilled. I announcing the new salvation work. I'm announcing the new salvation work. You look at this, and this is the part I want you to hear. Before it burst on the scene. I'm telling you all about it. And so this is what the Pharisees knew about a light. They knew that this light was coming and destroying all types of franchises, all types of people that thought they could own it without anybody else having partake, being able to partake of it. He can't say, no, no, no. I'm sending a light that's going to tear down the walls of who, who can have it. I'm not going to sell my glory. It's going to be accessible by all. He's saying, and this, this type of light is going to open blind eyes. It's going to release prisoners from dungeons. It's going to empty the dark prisons. I am the God. That's my name. It's, it's, it's going to make people a lighthouse for nations. It's going to, it's going to, when this takes place, when, when this light shows up, it's going to make things just radiate with who I am. It's going to set people free. Now, he's not talking about dungeons in the sense of people that have broke crimes. He's talking about people that have been in mental prisons, people that have been in mental and emotional and a physical prisons. He's coming to release them with this light. He said the light is coming. But at this point, it was still a prophecy. It was saying before it burst on the scene, it's going to burst on the scene. But before it comes, I'm letting you know that it's coming. So when we go back up to John 8 and 12, then Jesus spoke to them again saying, I am that light. He's going back to Isaiah and the prophecy and saying, that one, him is here. Him is here. Him is here, live in full color. That thing that was coming to release and set people free has arrived. It has arrived and it's on the scene. But then Jesus follows that up and says, but I didn't just come just to be it. I come to activate a whole bunch of people the same way. So when you talk about what your life does, when Jesus calls you the light, he said, baby, you are a lighthouse to set things free. Oh, that's good news. Woo. But before you can set some other people free, some of y'all got to get free yourselves. And that's why we going to be so free. We could have called this freedom, uh, the freedom series, but it's a victory lap. So the truth is Christ came to activate a new agreement that is now at work. That word agreement, you may have heard the word covenant, same thing. Promise, same thing. I'm using these different adjectives because I know some people hear the word covenant and they're like, what does that mean? That means agreed upon terms. That means that this is something unchangeable. And Jesus came to announce, came to let us know and activate a new guarantee that is now at work. But y'all want to know something interesting, just like a lot of different things in life. And I want you guys, if you could on the screens, go to um, you guys don't have to go to here. I'm going to read through it rather quickly. But Acts 13 and 47 in the Message Bible. 
Because after Jesus declares that he's this light, and after you stand up wherever you're going to have to stand, the day of standing, when it arrives, there's going to be some people that don't like the fact that you said you the light. They didn't like the fact that Jesus came in saying he was the light, although the light was good news for everybody. They got it up there. Acts 13 and 47 in the Message Bible. I'm so excited to be here with y'all this morning. Y'all excited to be here with God. Y'all excited to be here to hear a message that God has to change your life forever. This is a life changing message that is coming your way. Y'all have it ready? It's where is it at? Y'all help me at. Where is it at? It's up here. It said, but Paul and Barnabas did not back down, standing their ground. They said it was required that God's word be spoken first of, first of all to you, the Jews. And this is where they're addressing that you can't franchise what Jesus came to do. But seeing that you want no part of it, you've made it quite clear that you have no taste or inclination for eternal life, the door is open to all the, keep going with me, outsiders. And we're on our way through it. The door has been open. This is Paul and Barnabas speaking. The door is wide open and we about to go through this door. We're going to talk about this door today. And we're about to go through it, following orders, doing what God commanded when he said, I've set you up as light to all nations, you will proclaim salvation to the four winds and the seven seas. And they're speaking like God has set us up as a light to the nations. When the non-Jewish outsiders, making it a little clear, heard this, they could hardly believe their good fortune. All who were marked out for real life put their trust in God, they honor God's word by receiving that light. And this is the message of salvation spread like wildfire all through the region. And why are we reading this? Because we're seeing at this point that they know that, okay, Jesus is fulfilling that light. He's fulfilling that prophecy. That's who he is. And then Paul and Barnabas got a hold of it and said, we taking that light and we continuing the work of the light. But then there were certain people who did not like it was Jewish people at that point in time who did not like the fact that they were preaching this to all people. And they were like, wait a minute, you you telling all people they have this type of relationship. We don't know if we like that you were telling all people that this is available. And Paul and Barnabas were like, but what you like, the door is wide open and we run it through it. Not only are we going to run through it, but we go run around this world to all nations and all people. And we go tell them about this light. And that's what Jesus is telling to us. He's speaking that same thing. You are the light. And there's some people that don't like the light that you bring in. But but what they say, the door is wide open, run straight through it and let them know that they have access to God like they can have and may have never believed before. Let them know that I have hope for all people. I have I have I have life for all people. Let them know that I want to be in relationship with them. Let them know that the things that are broken in their life, that I, I have the power to restore them. I have the power to make them whole and they have full access to all that I am. Go tell everybody. If you see a broken down situation, walk through the doors and let them know it ain't got to stay like this. There's a God who loves you. There's a God who cares for you. There's a God who wants to come in and change this whole situation around. Ooh, yes. Because truth is, God is not 
saying that there isn't work to do. He's simply guaranteeing that there's a new power at work to do it. And this is a big, this is a big hurdle for a lot of people. And this is where we're going to continue to speak on it. When you talk about the grace message and how some people have received it, God never said that there wasn't work to do. He's just saying that there's now a guaranteed power to work with you. Oh, amen. I'll tell you this side of the room, boy. God never said there wasn't work to do. There is lots of work to do. He just guaranteed that there's a power in you to get it done. Some people have been waiting around doing nothing. Let me tell you something. There's some things you got to do. But there's a power that's not working in you that's guaranteeing you'll be able to get it done. Oh, amen. Oh, amen. I know I messed up some people's new religion. We done got rid of the old religion. Now we're just messing up some new religion. There are some things you got to. Where are we starting beginning this year? There's things you got to hear, and there's some things you got to do. You got to hear, you got to do. You got to hear, you got to do. You got to hear, you got to do. In that process, God is building us rock strong. Rock strong. God didn't say that there isn't work to do. He just says there's a guaranteed power working in you now to get it done. See, you used to have to get it done on your own, but now you can mount up on wings like eagles. Oh, wait, man. Now you can walk and not faint. You cannot worry. You cannot doubt because there's a guaranteed power working with you. You can hear and you can do because I'm right there with you, baby. It's a guaranteed agreement. And... But you, it's a guarantee, guarantee, guarantee. Go with me to Galatians 3 and 13. Oh, y'all going to be so free. Oh, you're going to be so free. You're going to be so free. You're already so free. You're already so free, but you're going to be freer. You're going to be freer. I'm going to say it again. You're going to be freer. This is, this is another message, but I'm going to put it right here because it's a good place to put it. We're going to get to it. But the Bible says that grace multiplies in your life. Some people heard grace and they was like, oh, that's good. Now what next? No, no, no. Grace multiplies as you get to know God. Grace gets gracier. The good gets goodier. The more I come to know God, the more of his grace and mercy is revealed to me. Oh, hey, man, you know what? God is hijacking my message that he wrote. However, I will go ahead and go um, a week ahead of myself and read this to you. Because the grace gets gracier and the good gets goodier. Go with me to 2 Peter verse 1. In the New King James Version. And so if you thought you heard it, baby, there's more to hear. Until, you, until the freedom hits you like, 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 like a fire shut up in your bones, you got to keep listening. People are like, oh, grace, that just means I can do whatever. Oh, it's so much more than that. It's, that's not even what it is. Grace is an empowerment to do things that you can't do. And that grace is living on the inside of you, letting you know that there's a guarantee to get it done. Yes. We hear and we do. Second Peter verse one, second Peter one, starting at verse one, it says, Simon Peter, a bond servant, bond servant and apostle of Jesus Christ to those who have Obtain like precious faith with us by the righteousness of our God and Savior through Jesus Christ. Verse two, grace and peace, grace and peace be multiplied to you. What? In the knowledge of God and of Jesus our Lord. He's saying as you come to know God, grace and peace multiplies. We're going to get to that. Next week. But I wanted you to know that it gets good here. It gets better and better. It gets gracier and gracy. 
Grace and grace here. I'm making up words anyway. <laughs> but God has so much for you. So much for you. And he's saying the door is wide open. Run. 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 There's a guarantee on your success. There's a guarantee on your victory. There's a guarantee. I don't know no other way to say it, but if God showed you a business, there's a, there's a guarantee it's going to win. I'm going to make it even if, if God showed you something, it's a guarantee it's going to happen. That's why they said, I don't care that y'all don't want us to tell no, tell everybody about this. We got to tell the whole world that there's a guarantee on their life. There's a guarantee on your life. There's a guarantee on your victory. There's a guarantee on his promise. It will not return back void. It's a done deal. And as you come to know God, that grace to do it, the peace to understand it, just multiply. I just got, I just want to be in your presence. I just want to know who you are. I will never stop singing praises. I will never stop giving you glory. I'll never stop giving you honor because I haven't seen it all. I ain't seen it all. There's so much more. So much more. So much more. Run through the door. Run. Run. See him. Oh man, he wants you to see him. He wants you to experience him. Oh. Galatians 3 and 13 in the New King James Version says, Ooh! <laughs> Y'all got to understand the, the, the enemy is not a respecter of persons. You're like, Pastor Brian, why are you so excited? Because I, I realize the things that God has said to me have guarantees on them. I woke up this morning to understand that it's a done deal. I came to tell you it's a done deal. And if you feel as though you're in a place where you can't experience and you can't see it and the peace isn't just rocking with you, God says, as you continue to know me, the grace multiplies, the, the peace multiplies. Just, just keep running with me. It gets good here. You ain't seen it all. You ain't seen it all. I got this God thing under control. I, I just got him. You ain't seen nothing. You ain't seen nothing. You ain't seen nothing. You ain't seen nothing yet. It gets goodier. It gets goodier. It gets better. Oh, I ain't going to stop saying it because the battle has been won. The sentence has been served. The debt has been paid. It only gets better, baby. Stick with them. Boy, they're going to be like, what happened to these folks? We had an encounter with Jesus. I don't care where you are right now. I don't care what's going on, what you're seeing. There's a promise on your life. There's a guarantee on your life. Jesus died for it. He paid the price for it. Galatians 3 and 13, it says, Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law, having become a curse for us. For as it is written, cursed is every one who hangs on the tree, that the blessing of Abraham might come upon the Gentiles in Christ Jesus, that we might receive the promise of the Spirit through faith. Don't let what I'm about to say take you down from where you are. I just came to light a renewed fire on the same truth. 
and for you to understand how powerful what God placed inside of you is. God gave you his spirit. God, the creator of the heavens and the earth, sent Christ so that you would no longer have to go get him, but so that he could live in you. You have God. On the inside. And I don't know why it hit me in a fresh way. But I said, hold up. God's spirit took up residence on the inside of me. I ain't going to make it deeper than, than what it sounds like because I need you to get it. The creator of the heavens and the earth said, I'm going to send my son so you no longer have to go to get me, but I'll be in you. I am living on the inside of you, directing you to a guarantee. I am taking up residence on the inside of you to direct you to a guarantee. That's why I said I'm debt free. Look at your neighbor and say, I'm debt free. 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 Because truth is, Christ came to establish faith. Belief in who he is as the gateway by which we lay hold of the promises of God. Christ came to make the gateway wide open so that you could live in this guaranteed life. And God took his spirit and placed it on the inside of you so that wherever you go, whatever you're facing, you would have a guaranteed source of victory with you. Okay, 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 okay. Here we go. I need five people. Just five people. How many lanes we got? One, two, well, just give me five people. Five people. One, two, three, four, five people. Oh, yeah, you're right, God. God brought me to a point. I was saying something, but he said this to me. He said, you know, it's interesting. And he said, he said many people are praying to receive someone else's anointing when God's spirit is inside of them. In the world, would you want another person's anointing when God Himself is living inside of you? Don't you ever be envious or jealous of what another person is or may be doing, thinking that they somehow have something that you need when God, the creator of the heavens and the earth, sent his spirit and put it on the inside of you. Baby, you are valuable. You are priceless. There is nothing they can tag on you to give you greater value than what's already inside of you. Hey, man. Now, I wanted to use money. Um, Y'all hold up a second. 
Should I read? God, you want me to read the scripture first? <coughs> I'll read the scripture first. Y'all just be patient with me. Because then Paul goes with me to Romans 8 and 12. He said, there's something we got to do, though. Something we got to do because you free. You paid for it. You paid for it. You paid for it. But there's something we got to stop doing. Got to stop doing this. Got to stop doing this. We hear and we do. 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 Ain't no space in between there. We hear and we do. We hear and we do. We hear and we do. Ain't no space in between there. We hear and we do. We hear and we do. We hear and we do. Ain't no space in between there. Ain't no space. Ain't no space. We hear and we do. God speaks. His spirit is living on the inside of you. God himself is telling you something. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. There's a guarantee victory attached to it. But I can't, I can't, I can't. Okay, okay, I can't, I can't, I can't. Okay, okay. Okay, help us out, Paul. Help us out because we got a lot of I can'ts and we got a lot of this. He said, Romans 8, 12, therefore, brethren, in light of all of this, we are debtors not to the flesh to live according to the flesh. For if you live according to the flesh, you will die. But if by the spirit you will put to death the deeds of the body, you will live. For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, these are the sons of God. So debtors to the flesh. Pastor shared this with us before, but the truth is flesh is sense and reasoning without the Holy Spirit. Put my truth is up. Truth is, yeah, he wants that too. Truth is, the flesh is sense and reasoning without the Holy Spirit. But Paul's saying, you are no longer in debt to that. You're no longer in debt to that. And I want to use money because I know you will see it. You will understand it. But I have $500 right here, right? $500. And if I made $500 a week, right, and I had debt, the responsible thing to do is before I would spend these $500, I would pay my debt. So I'm going to do this example several ways so you can see it. So I'd be like, okay, um, Tico, uh, Toyota, um, what's another bill? Water. Uh, what's another bill? Mortgage. Mortgage. And I'd be like, shoot. Cable, we're going to see if we can get this grace period working. I heard that grace is multiplied to me. Let's see if we get this working. But I got to live off this hundred because I have to pay my debt. I have to live off this hundred because I have to pay this debt. So I, my, 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 my ability to do and enjoy things, it, it has to be confined in between the obligations I've previously had made. And so this is all the freedom I got. All right. <laughs> so that's how it works in the natural. When Paul says you are no longer debtors to the flesh, you have been fully resourced by the Spirit of God. But you keep on giving worry, giving fear, giving doubt, giving concern, and saying, I'm so free. God said, you, you're not free nowhere near how free I made you. 
you keep servicing these debts that I told you I paid for. You keep giving what people have to say. You keep giving your experience. You keep giving your past. You keep giving all these other things service with the price I've already paid. I said I paid the price. I said you are free. And we've been trying to follow his spirit and hear and do while trying to maintain the debts of the flesh. Flesh is what? Sense and reasoning without the Holy Spirit. We've been trying to say, well, I, I, had a, I had a solution for my fear and it was X, Y, and Z. And so then you paid on it. You said, I have a solution for the anxiety. So you, you paid that solution. I, I went to see somebody and they told me this and this and this, and this is all I have to do to overcome what that was. Then they told me it was, it was my past. My past was holding me back. So you went and they said, in order for your past not to hold you back, you got to go do X, Y, and Z. So you went and did X, Y, and Z, and you paid off that debt. And then they told you all types of stuff, and you just keep servicing the debt. And wondering why you can't live as free as what you're hearing. He said, I didn't come to give you enough to pay it. I, I didn't come to give you peace to service the debt. I gave you peace to walk with what I gave you from the beginning. I told you if they say something against what I said, take no thought. But you keep paying the thoughts. You're wondering why you're not as free as all this sounds. Because this is it. And you're trying to run and not be weary. Walk in that faint. He's like, you keep servicing all of this. I said, take no thought for the things you need because you have a heavenly father that already has. But you keep servicing your needs with power he's given you to go forward. So I ain't running very long. But when Jesus <laughs> I'm counting it as it comes back. <laughs> Give me one more person. When Jesus came I'm going to need security at the service. <laughs> need security at the service. Some folks are like, Pastor, how much is in that, that thing? I think I can get a little freedom right now. <laughs> I think I can get a little freedom right now based upon what I'm seeing. Well, you know you always get a little favor. Jesus died and he said, you've been set free. He said, here my child, all spiritual blessings. Hallelujah. So that once I placed inside of you, you can run with it. Yes. What Jesus did was come back and said, you have a thought of fear? Oh, you say, Jesus paid it. And Jesus is standing right up here. So you can keep going. As soon as you have someone come against you and say your past holds you back, you don't have to look back and answer the question. Jesus is all the while has already stayed back here. And so I, I paid for her past. It's already paid for. As you're starting to move forward and, and just fear starts to come up, she said, I, I, I paid for that fear. Keep going, child. Keep going. Now y'all watch them. <laughs> 
Jesus says, my grace is sufficient. It's because anything of the flesh, which is sense and reasoning without the Holy Spirit that comes against what God promised you, it's because just see this visually. Don't ever spend another wasted day back here. Jesus is back here paying these debts. Baby, you you go. Go! 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 You don't have to be in debt to any of those things. You have been set free. Live! You are free. You are free. The debt has been paid. You don't owe any of it anything. There's a guaranteed victory. And we're going to oh, we gonna get into this. Well, what happens, Pastor Brian, if I get out there and I may have committed some type of sin? He said, I came to even take your sin on. I love this, and this is the last time he's going to get credit for it. But Pastor Gregory Dickow, at the Grace Conference, he says, yes, God takes sin serious, but he also seriously took it. That's right. That's right. He paid for it. He paid for it. He paid for it. He paid for it. He paid for it knowing that we would need a savior so that we could keep running. He didn't want us to go back and look and say, well, what what can I not do because of what I just did? He says, baby, there's nothing that you can cancel with your behavior that my favor has already set in stone. That's why I came inside of you so that there needs to be an adjustment. I'm right there with you. If something happened that that we we both didn't want to happen, I'm right there with you so that it doesn't affect what I promise. It's an unconditional love. It's an unconditional love. Now, before y'all return to your seats, (laughs) y'all... I, I knew we had a, a trustworthy congregation. So by faith, I said, give me five. But the truth is, you are no longer bound by what you can see, think, or feel. But you are now alive. To what God's spirit has revealed. I don't have to focus. We talked about this on the how. When God has a wow. For my life. I don't have to answer and pay those debts. When God has a word. For me to follow. Yeah, we all, there's not a person in this room who hasn't on that journey made a mistake or did something that we knew wasn't in our best interest. But the fact of the matter is, God never changed a thing. He paid the debt for it. He wanted you to come this morning to know that's been paid. Run, child. 
You're free. You're free. You're free to experience my love. You're free to experience my grace. And trust me, it multiplies. It gets deeper and deeper. The only thing I want you chasing is after me. I don't care how dark it may seem. You are the light. Stand strong. Stand courageous. There's a guarantee on your life. Run. No more anxiety. No more fear. No more doubt. of God. All I got is I hear man and I do. And I know there's a lot of reasons why I shouldn't sometimes. But I can't carry that with me no more. We pray that today's message was a blessing to you. If you would like to help us further expand the vision, simply text the word GIVERTM to the number 41444 or visit us online at www.revealingtruth.org. Now remember, Jesus loves you.